Let's take this first shot. Let's do it. Shot one. Oh my God. Shot two. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. Shot, shot three. three. See, I'll admit the third one's a little rough. I'm it was a little rough. Don't you do it. My mouth is watering. <laughs> That's the first side. This is three shots in. I'm fucking drunk. Hi, welcome back to Three Shots In. This is season three. I'm Jess. I'm Jake. And you are listening to the very first episode. Of season three. Of season three. Someone asked us why we have seasons. You know what I told them? What? Why do you have air in your lungs? Nice. Yeah. Fucking loser. Idiot. We have seasons because they're cool, okay? Obviously. All cool things have seasons. You know, how about Earth? Am I right? Uh, you are exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Moving on, because that's a stupid question. Stupid. So shots tonight for <laughs> first episode of season three, we took shots of Hendrix Orbium Gin. Mm -hmm. This was a limited release and we managed to get our hands on it with a wormwood extract and lotus blossom. So we hated that the first time we took shots of it? Absolutely. I really do think it's because it needed time to aerate, kind of like a wine. Yeah. We talked about that, because it even smelled different. When we first opened it, it didn't smell great. It just smelled like a dry gin, and then we took the shots, and it was like terrible and really bitter to the taste. But several weeks later, we opened it again, and it smelled like a bouquet of flowers. It was yeah. wonderful. It smells great. The taste was not as bad as I remember. I right. still don't love it, mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, it's all right. Pretty good. I enjoyed it. And we took shots of it today and I still didn't have a problem with those shots. Those were, those were nice. I mean, and by nice, I, what I mean is that they didn't, like, I didn't make a face. It didn't make my nose crinkle up. You mean neither. Oh, you didn't? No, I don't, I don't make faces when I drink liquor. You're right. Yeah. I'm stoic. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And drinks tonight. So if you're listening and you have not seen our Instagram post, I am actually making tonight's drink on our Instagram. You can watch it. You can pause this podcast, go and make it and drink it with us. It will also be on Facebook momentarily. By momentarily, I mean, we didn't post it, but I forgot and I will just in a second. There we go. So it'll it'll be it. all over. You'll see it. Follow us and you can, you can watch me make a cocktail. What's Moonlight Delight. Moonlight Delight. Yes. It is a delight, by the way. It is. So... We, it is a, uh, what, Hendrix Lunar Gin, Apple Juice, Lime Juice, and Ginger Beer. Yes. So four <clears throat> simple ingredients, and it was very, very tasty. I mean, I don't, nice. I don't even taste that I'm drinking, you know, like a double of gin mm -hmm. right now. It's pretty good. It didn't look like a double. I'm sure it was. You oh, know, it was. you would know better than me. It looked like a lot. Because yeah. your, your rule of thumb is to fill the liquor up to however high the ice goes. Yeah. So it looked like a lot. <laughs> and if you watch the video on Facebook or Instagram, you will also see that it's a lot. Yeah, it's a it's a good amount of gin. It's a good amount. Yeah, we'll say that a good amount. So um, what did you guys think of our new brand new season three cover art? Oh, that's true. Brand new cover art. We got the yellow jumpsuits. We got the whole squid game thing going on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. See, I kind of thought I, I imagined looking at it that it would inspire um, like people to hire actors for their parties. Oh, hand out shots like that. To hand out shots. Mm -hmm. That'd be fun. I think it'd be a blast. Um, if you notice too, the, the two dudes standing in the back, they are, instead of holding guns, you know, like losers, they're holding giant bottles of alcohol. <laughs> well, because it brings a whole new meaning to shots. Oh yeah. It's not gunshots. Mm -mm. It's fun shots. Fun shots. Oh, hey, I like that. Right? Yeah, I like that a lot. 
Let's see. <laughs> what else are we going to announce? Also, uh, oh, you, you talked about the cover art. Uh, how about the new intro? Right? New, new-ish. The song is new, I'm pretty sure. But the clips and stuff that you hear us saying shot one and shot two and three, and then there's like some commentary between Jake and I taking the shots. Those were all brought like, I don't know, like some of my favorite moments from sure. the past like shots we've taken. So I took that audio and, you know, kind of like put it all together to make an official intro that we will stick with probably for a while because that makes things a lot easier is true. Probably we will be using this intro for the entirety of season three. Mm -hmm. Probably. So probably. that's, that's pretty exciting because the intro actually took us a lot of time. You guys were like, Oh, you know, that it's what 30 seconds of audio. How long could that take hours? People. It took a fucking long time, a long time, long fucking time. Okay. Um, but I will say I really enjoyed making the intro. You hear the finale of season two. She did. She did enjoy making that. I really enjoyed, I enjoyed it. listening to it. It was really funny for me. <laughs> Another announcement. So a couple of different changes. I know we used to drop episodes on Saturdays and then we were dropping them on Fridays. Now ep new episodes will be coming out on Mondays. I know what you're thinking, oh, Mondays, Mondays suck. That's why the episodes are coming out on Mondays. We're gonna make your week just a little bit better. We will be recording the episodes on a Friday and exactly three days later on that Monday, the episode will air. Now, just so you know, because I can already hear your thoughts. I'm, I'm really like gifted that way. I can hear your thoughts. Mm -hmm. You, the person who's listening, I hear you. And you're thinking, I don't know, you've put episodes out pretty inconsistently. It's hard to predict what day of the week you're gonna put one out, that kind of thing. I hear you, I do. But this one's for real. Yeah, we're for reals this time. That's why we've made so many changes. We have a system down pat. Monday is when you can expect it. Yep, brand new episodes. Mondays. And the reason why we can do that is because we are officially doing minimal editing. That means no more cuts. Well, not a lot of cuts, far less stern slurps, if any. And you might hear some bleeps when we get a little uh, not so PC or something, but it's going to happen. And we're going to have happen. to leave it in there. That's just a consequence of our own actions. You yeah. know, we got to deal with it and It's because we've been doing some drinking, you know, and that's good news for some of you, because uh, I heard through the grapevine, a couple of you do not like the sound of the stern slurps. I love the stern. Slurps. I love it. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was gold. <laughs> a lot of people don't as a transition from, you know, scene to scene. And if you don't, then good news for you. It's not going to happen as often. Yeah, almost at all. Really? Right. I think that covers basically, oh no it doesn't. How could I forget? The break is back, baby. Oh yeah. That's right. Well, there's, two, there's two things you forgot, but oh, let's talk okay. about the break. Well, let's talk about that. The break is back. That's right, there will be elevator music. There will be random clips from me and Jessica exchanging small talk during the break. We authentically enjoy it. It, it gives us a chance to just talk about what we feel like yeah, and we chat just, the way we normally we honestly would. Just catch up and chat. Yeah. There is one more thing. What's that? We mm -hmm. are YouTubers now. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're in. We are in, we're in it. In the YouTube. Yep. Universe. The. We're in there. The you. YouTubers. <laughs> 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 well, anyway, we're on it. And uh, we're gonna try to, try to make a habit of that. Um, I know you've all, I mean, most of you have heard about all the crazy, I don't know, sort of like rules and restrictions they've put on people as far as like, you know, things they, they're allowed to say, things they're allowed to talk about, words they're allowed to use. And that's fine. We're just, so what? We won't be monetized on YouTube because I just don't care. 
to, yep. you know, not say fuck or shit or ass or any of those things. I love, I love saying, I love saying all of that. Yeah, I love saying fuck. I love saying shit. And I love saying ass. Cunt. Throwing a cunt. Asshole. Love it. Bitch. I love them too much. So they're all going to be on YouTube now. <laughs> yep. Uh, and we just opted for the, you know, 18 and older type stuff so that kids can't see it. But That's right. anyone so who matters. If can. you're, if you're not signed into your YouTube account and you try to listen to our shit, they're going to tell you you need to sign in because they think you're a little 12 year old trying to listen to me, Jessica, say fuck shit, cunt. All so, that, yeah. Don't want that. Mm -hmm. Also, it's about alcohol. People, I've se literally seen videos of people censoring, like Japanese porn, but instead of a dick, it's someone's like beer. That's how sensitive oh. they are right now. That's lame. I know, but anyway, we're on it. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. We're on it <laughs> and it's not censored at all. Um, and I hand drew and hand put together all the thumbnails and stuff. I learned how to use, not Photoshop, but what's Procreate. The, Procreate. I mm -hmm. learned how to use that. And I, I've been, you know, exercising my creative muscle. Nice. Take a look if you want. We're three shots in on YouTube. Might be hard to find, but you can just look up Jake Needs Oven Mitts and that'll take you to it. Yeah, that'll take you right to it. Or you can go to our website, which is threeshotsin.com. I did, in fact, create the website. It is a legitimate website now. And at the time that this recording comes out, there will be a link to our YouTube there. <laughs> as of as of right now, it, it doesn't exist, but it will by January 10th. Yes. I got to write that down. <laughs> Please subscribe and uh, leave us some comments. We made sure you can say whatever it is you want to say. I know YouTube's been, we talked about that already, been pretty, pretty annoying about their rules. Adults just aren't allowed. Everybody's got to be a kid. Everybody's got to be PG. Uh-huh. Not us. No. Never. Money be damned. <laughs> we, we're already poor. Yeah, fuck it. Let's just continue to be so. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I've to, made it this long. Exactly, exactly. So take a look at that and subscribe. Turn on the notification bell so you get notifications. You can do that also on Spotify. I believe you can do it on YouTube. Well, YouTube, yeah, but also iTunes and uh, probably some other places. I know we're, we're on a lot of different things. We're, we're very well spread. Yes. So like and subscribe and review where you can. Um, and thank you for listening. Do we have anything else to update? We do not. Those are all the updates. But we will be moving on to the brand new segment that we have created for season three. Oh. Which is the life updates life, in um, 10 words or less. Life updates. This is the very first time that we're doing this. Right. So. We don't talk about our lives all that often. We do mention no. little things. Yeah. A detail or two here and there. Everyone knows I have kids and I'm married. They know you're affianced. We mentioned that several times. A couple times. And we twice. talked about our careers, where we work, maybe a couple per, a couple uh, times for me, a couple times for you. Yeah, not much. We don't really get into detail. No, we don't. And I that's don't, what this is going to change. Right, right. You can learn a little bit, a little a little piece of us It's kind of every hard episode. It's kind of hard for me to do. I don't know if that ended up on the recording. Hopefully not. It was Tally. She was groaning. Poor girl. She took a muscle relaxer recently and she's been, she was a vegetable for like a full day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor baby. <laughs> so she is just, just getting to stretch her legs out. Uh, but she still walks around kind of like, you know, Bambi first learning to walk. Oh, it's a yeah. lot like that. I know. Well, as far as life updates, um, I don't have much to say except that. Except that you have 10 words or less. Oh, okay. Here we go. Excited for new opportunity. Don't want to edit transcripts anymore. Oh, uh-oh. Yeah. What's going on there? Nothing. I still have to edit them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just really don't want to. 
Gotcha. Yeah, I I really, it's good money. You know, it's decent money. I made a decent amount. Like we had a good year last year, you know? Mm -hmm. Just had, we just finished out our like tax information. Just got to wait from some 1099s from some clients. But other than that, I mean, I did all the math and it was fine. I just hated it. I don't enjoy it. It's pretty boring. Yeah. Uh, and I would love to do stuff like this full time. The podcast? The podcast. Yeah. Well, it'd be great if people went to threeshotsin.com and, you know, subscribe to us on Patreon. Right. We even have a one-time donation feature there. If you're not looking to subscribe, it's there. You can do it. Mm-hmm. So. And the more people do that, the more financially we'll be helped, the more, uh, well, I should say the closer will be to being able to quit our jobs and do this full time and offer you even more bang for your buck. Even more. We're talking a new episode every single day. Oh, I mean, I don't know about that. I'll be three shots in every day. Whoa. Okay. Uh, well, we didn't talk about that beforehand, so I don't know if I'm good with that, but I'm sure we can work something out. Anyway, uh, if we're doing it for a full time, we can definitely offer a lot more and I don't plan on raising the monthly subscription to no. over $5. I plan on keeping it there. Mm-hmm. We I don't like have a, we we are offering as much as we're able to now, but the more people subscribe, the more we'll be able to offer and the price is not going up. So, do with that information what you will subscribe. Subscribe. Like and subscribe. So, it's my turn for the life update with 10 words or less. Right. Go for it. Um, here we go. Watched super terrible movie. It's all our parents' fault. Disgusting. That's that was 10 words. You said super terrible movie. Are you talking about Matrix Resurrections? No. Okay, which one? First of all, Matrix Resurrections was not great. It was awful. But it was not, it was not. Jacob. Look, I was nostalgic. I love Matrix. Boo, you liked some of it? I I enjoyed some of it. Gross. Anyway, moving on to the terrible movie that I watched that mom and dad are to blame. Okay. Uh, So never before in my life, right, have I put mom and dad in a group chat before. Oh, no. I put them in a group chat to tell them how awful they are because this movie has been hyped up my whole life. My whole life. I was not allowed to watch it as a child, obviously. You'll learn why. Okay. And so I watched it, thought, oh, this will be a good one to watch. I've heard my parents said this is amazing and a great movie. And it was so fucking disgusting. I thought I was I thought I was a fan of Eli Roth. And then I watched Hostel. You watched Hostel? Oh my god. God. It was terrible. Oh my God, it was so gross. It was disgusting. Ew. It was horrible and gross. I hated it. My hands were on, on my face the entire time. God, it was so disgusting. See, I'm a lover of horror. I love horror as a genre. I love scary movies. I, I think they're a blast, personally. I think it's very cheap, just personally. That's my opinion. I think it's super cheap for movies to lean on gore. Yeah. And like blood and like very graphic, like, you know, body parts and cutting people in half and all that. I just, I, I think it's lame and it's nasty. It's gross. It was so gross. It was so gross. It was, imagine like watching Saw, yep. but with less plot. Which, because even Saw's plot was better than Hostel. Right. The first Saw, I really enjoyed. Second, I could still, I was on board with. And then it just got worse and worse as you went. Yeah. They really leaned on the shock value of like, you know, ripping people's bodies open and yeah. stuff like that. Gross. But damn, Hostel was disgusting. So yes, I put mom and dad in a group chat and I told them how fucking disgusting they were and that it's their fault that I watched that movie. Did and they that tell I you them. it was good? Yes. Ew! Mom and dad have been talking about Hostel since I was like 
fucking 10 years old, maybe younger, saying about how it was a great horror movie. Freaks. And here I am. And it was horrible. It was awful. Disgusting. Terrible. Well, Jessica, on that note, on the terrible, disgusting note. Yes. Spin the wheel. I will. getting harder to spin. Yeah, I noticed you grunted a little bit. Yeah, it. I think we need to oil it again. Maybe like I'll, t- I'll just get like some steel wool and scrub the rust off, you know? Yeah. It's kind of hard to spin. Well, it's funny that you grunted because we landed on, you will shit your pants. <laughs> Where do you do it? And then in parentheses, it says, can't be lame. So, you know, oh. you can't shit your pants in your house. There's a contingency. You can't, yeah, I can't you, be anywhere private. No, 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 okay. no, no. You have to be somewhere not lame. And you have to shit your pants. and it, But it could be anywhere, so long as it's not lame. And okay. I will be the judge if it's lame. Okay. Shit my pants somewhere. Huh. I feel like I would want to shit my pants somewhere where, like, a distraction would be really convenient. NASCAR? A NASCAR <laughs> race? <laughs> I would never be there, first of all. I think that's super, super boring. So where do you shit your pants? I'm going to shit my pants in... Um, <laughs> I just, for myself, I feel like it'd be really funny to do it somewhere like where people are meditating or doing yoga. <laughs> <laughs> in like a holistic spa. <laughs> <laughs> a bathhouse. <laughs> um, I think it'd be really funny to shit my pants in a holistic spa, maybe in like a meditation room, but it's got to be a class. There's got to be a lot of people in there, you mm-hmm. know, maybe like I'll I'll join a yoga class and I'll shit my pants during downward dog. So they're like, they're like, all right. And then just breathe out and release all of that tension. You're like, (sighs) (laughs) 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 just bam. (laughs) Yep. Class is over right then. (laughs) No, the show must go on, Jessica. (laughs) They're insisting they they pull through. Yeah. You're, you're trying to leave. To go to the bathroom, they're like, you can't leave. Mm-mm. They're telling your, me I your can't. Your body, your body requires for you to stay. They want the shit. Yes. They want my shit to remain in that room. You know, that might be its own little holistic treatment in itself. You think so? Smelling shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's interesting, at least. You ever well, watch Slumdog Millionaire? I never did. <laughs> Where are you shitting your pants, Jacob? So I did do some thinking. And I I would like to shit my pants somewhere I can easily blame other things. Okay. But I know it's me, Mm -hmm. which is funny. Okay. Right? Okay. So I'm thinking like- The zoo? The zoo. Yes. Mm -hmm. The zoo, right? We're all sitting around like the penguin exhibit or something, right? (laughs) Everyone, everyone, everyone assumes that the monkeys are going to smell like shit, right? So they're not surprised when the shit smell hits them. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. You ever go into a penguin exhibit? Yeah. Penguins smell like shit. They smell awful. Okay. They just walk in their shit mm-hmm. all day. It's gross. So maybe like a penguin exhibit or shit. Maybe even like, huh, maybe even like a, like a, I don't know. What, what's a cute little, like a like baby kangaroo exhibit or something, you know, like. The koala exhibit. The koala exhibit. Just shit my pants right there. Right. And everyone will think, oh my God, these koalas smell like shit. <laughs> <laughs> And while they're blaming the koalas for smelling like shit, I have time to go to the bathroom and clean my pants. I mean, okay. I kind of imagine though, because because of the contingency, like it can't be lame. Um, I feel like it'd be kind of like falling out of your pants. Like it wouldn't, you'd see the stain clearly. Okay. And it would be like, there'd be evidence. Then know? I'm going to make a slight alteration. Okay. Instead of 
being in a place where I can go to the bathroom, since you said that is lame, um, it will be while on a safari ride in oh, a zoo. Oh, there's no escaping, right? It doesn't I just, have to be in a zoo. You I know. just, I just shit my pants. I don't want to be in the real safari. I'd never do that. You don't want to be in the Sahara. Yeah, that's pass. a desert. Sorry, I don't mean that. You don't want to be on like an African safari, a legitimate safari with wild animals. Pass. Okay. Yeah, if I'm going to Africa, it's to be in a like five star resort. Would you never do that? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Even no. without the shit. No. In your pants. Uh. Uh-uh. You just would never do that. No. Like I said, if I'm going to go to Africa, it's to chill in a five star re- resort and you know be on the white sand beaches and. Hang out. Never have to go anywhere or do anything. Yeah. Just be able to say you went there. Yeah, that's the kind of person I am. <laughs> I don't okay. know about you. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would like to go. I mean, if I was going to be there, I'd want to do everything that everyone says is the coolest because I don't want to go with my own stereotype. Everybody's like, I feel like the stereotype of going to Africa is to go on an African safari, you know? Yeah. And that, that sounds cool and all, but there's a chance it's like really touristy and lame. Kind of like going to Niagara Falls. Now, yeah, you know, so or like the Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon was lame. Everyone is like, "Oh my God, it was so beautiful," and uh, I I witnessed a creation from God. And I was like, "Dude, this is a giant hole in the ground." And yeah, the colors are neat and the patterns are cool. I'm sorry, you said colors are neat. Did you mean just two of them? Did you mean just blue and yellow? Okay, I've seen pictures of the Grand Canyon, Jessica. Were those in color? With my color glasses on. <laughs> so I can tell you the colors are neat, all right? Jacob's colorblind for those of you tuning in just now. Look, it was it was fine. It was just lame, and I was mad that I had to drive all the way over there, you know? Did mom make you? I wanted to, right? It wasn't like she made me. Mm-hmm. Like, we went. We were, we were excited to go and see the Grand Canyon, and then the moment we got there, I was like, oh, this is fucking lame. Yeah. I don't know it, but I feel like it'd be a similar experience going to see like Mount Everest, not Mount Everest, sorry. Rushmore. Rushmore, yes. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Mm-mm. I couldn't care less about Mount Rushmore. I mean, it's really big, you know? I bet it was really difficult to make something that big. Wow. But. A lot of lives must have been spent carving those faces. I mean, they were, you know, just like, you know, the Great Wall of China. Who cares? I don't. Even, I don't want to walk the Great Wall of China. I don't want to look at it. No, I'm kind of with you, to be honest. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to go somewhere and just be comfortable the whole time. I I wouldn't oh, mind. No, I, I would love that. I wouldn't mind like going on hikes to like the temples of you know Machu Picchu and all that stuff. I, I could do that. Yeah. I wouldn't like the bugs. I hate bugs. Everybody. I mean, most people do, especially Americans. But I could do it. Um. I just. I forgot my point. I'm too drunk. The it's point the of the moral of the story is that in a month I will be in Cancun, Mexico. That's the point. <laughs> where I will be in a five star resort for five days and I will just be staying there on the beach, eating food, getting drunk. I'm going to wake up in the morning, have a tequila sunrise and then switch to Corona. And then at night we're going to have margaritas. Mimosas. It's going to be fantastic. With breakfast. No, that's the tequila sunrise. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny will be having mimosas. She'll have mimosas. She loves champagne. Yeah. She'll be drinking that, I bet. Yeah. What my point was that I I don't feel any connection to seeing something historical, like the Liberty Bell or Big Ben or the Eiffel Tower. Like I just I I just don't feel it. It has nothing to do with what's around it or whether it's gross or dangerous or uncomfortable, or if it's just a beautiful thing you can go see in person. Like the Mona Lisa. I just don't feel that connection. Yeah. 
I don't feel it. But what I do feel is like actual experience, like amazing food you can only get in this one place where they make it. You know, the country, the origin of pizza. You can only have the first kind of pizza that was ever made in Italy type of stuff. Yeah. You know, like, and then the people and celebrating with them, the things that they celebrate, that's that's what I feel connected to. And I'd yeah. love to do that. I can tell you right now, I've seen a lot of historical things, right? I went to Washington, D.C. I went to Gettysburg, went to New York, saw a whole bunch of shit. I went to the Alamo. And all I have to say is, eh, Meh. eh, is all right. Because Being just, at the top of the Empire State Building was cool, but then I just wanted to leave because there were so many fucking people. I know, I hate crowds. So I'd want to be wherever I was when I traveled. I'd want to make sure I was around people I actually loved and valued. All right, so don't take Terry. <laughs> <laughs> I'd also, I'd like to go to Ireland and drink with the Irish. Oh, that's they'd, fun. I feel like they'd fuck me up. No, you see, you're going to Ireland to drink. Yeah. That's where you fucked up. What do you're, you mean? You already made the wrong decision. I'll, no, no, don't get me wrong. I'll pop my cherry with the English. No. Yeah. Fuck, fuck, the, fuck the English. Oh, they have pubs everywhere. You go to Scotland, Scotland. Jessica. What do you know that Scotland. I don't know? Scotland. Oh, what I don't know that you know that, <laughs> <What> you, <laughs> I, that, that, that we both don't know that you know that I know it. Okay. With that, Jessica, imagine a Scottish accent. Or Welsh accent. I like the okay. Welsh. Now they're they're polar opposites, but they still have the same like weird fucked accent. Their accents are so fucked. Now imagine if you were drunk. Brilliant. Right? How Fantastic. amazing would that be? And not only are they are they gonna think it's amazing, right? Because their accents are fucked. They will be talking to you. You're just gonna be laughing. They're gonna keep buying you drinks because it's fucking hilarious. They're fucking reading literature to you and you're dying because it sounds like they're saying fucking they, penis they every other word. They aren't reading literature they could to do, people? They could do anything. They, <laughs> oh, what, what, so the Scottish can't read? I didn't say so, that. The, so they, they, they're illiterate. Now listen, I'm not friends with anyone who's Scottish. I've made a lot of friends online. I have an incredible, super entertaining, hilarious Twitter account. That hey. underscore Honduran, by the way, if you wanna follow me. Um, but I've made friends with a lot of people. A Welsh gal, she's Welsh. There's also an English person, and I don't think I am friends officially with anyone who's Irish, but I am friends with a couple of Aussies. They all value alcohol, more so than I feel like the Americans do. I feel like oh, yeah, our no. culture is very like, oh, drinking's we're, bad for we're you. We're fucking pussies, dude. Don't do it. No, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I wanna go to Germany. I wanna go to Scotland, Ireland. I wanna go to Australia and New Zealand. They don't give a fuck. Right. Let's get fucked up. You know, you want to go. I tried to talk to Danny because we were talking about our fucking honeymoon. And mm-hmm. I was like, Danny, like, I know where we can go. She's like, where? And I was like, we can go to Bruges. And she's Bruges? like, what? what's, what's Bruges? And I was like, oh, you never seen the movie in Bruges? I was yeah. like, it was filmed in Bruges. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where it is. It's got Colin Farrell. He was in Bruges. <laughs> he was in, in Bruges. That doesn't help me at all. Anyway. Do you know where it is? It's Bruges. Where is it? It's in Belgium. Is it? Yeah. Oh, Belgium I hear is great. Dude, they get Fucked yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. They do nothing but drink. And the reason why is because they're either freezing to death half the year or the other half of the year, all the tourists are there and they're annoyed as shit. Right. Yeah. Well, see, hold on. Terry had an experience in Belgium and that was that he, they were hungry for like lunch or something. So they, you know, looked up local reviews on some place. They went to it and it looked great. The food ended up being awesome. But when they first walked in, it was like very quiet. Like you could hear, barely hear the tinkling of like people's dishes and stuff. Very, very low murmur of people talking and stuff like that. Sounds French. 
And as soon as they walked in and the waiter heard their accents, he asked them, you're American? They were immediately taken to the back of the restaurant <laughs> where they had taken all the German people. Hey. So as soon as they were like, they, according to Terry, they, so they walk through the front of this cafe and it's very, they're getting all these looks and stuff. And then this waiter guided them to the back of the restaurant. As soon as they cross this threshold, they open this door and they cross into this room. It's very loud. There's like a fire going. Everybody is like, you know, there's loud laughter and boisterous like conversation and all that stuff. And they felt so at home and they went and they sat down and they just like partied the rest of the night awesome. with, with the Germans. See, I just want to party with the Germans. Hell yeah. God damn. <laughs> hey, also Germany, big support of the podcast. Thanks, Germany. Thank you, Germany. <laughs> Love that. Thank you. Canada as well, like surprisingly. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're right there. Is, do you think that's the only reason why? Yeah. It's because they're right there. They're right there. Okay. Well, thank you anyway. Thanks, man. And thank you, Americans. You are the ones who support us the most. Oh, yeah, you guys too. They do. Texas more than any other place right now, and I think that's because it's our home state at the Probably. moment. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jessica, it is it is time to do uh, your story. Yes. Your your horoscope story. Horoscope? Oh, <laughs> hororoscope. Yeah. I like that. Uh, before we do that, I do got to take a pee. Okay, go ahead. So I'll be right back. You, you get you your go. notes ready. I'm going to take a little pee. Get your tinkle on. I will. I'm also, I'm going to get a snack. What are you getting? I don't know. Danny packed us a bunch of snacks. Us? Us. <gasps> oh my God. I'm so excited. I know. Danny packs great snacks. Yeah. We're going to have a little bit of snack and then we can really snack during the break. Okay. Just small snack. Okay. Alrighty. All right. So the topic, it was horoscope. You and I decided to just target the Zodiac. Well, astrology. No, the only thing we said to, to not focus on was the Zodiac killer, right? That's been done. Everyone knows all about him. Mm -hmm. who cares? They found out who he was. Yeah. No one cares mm -hmm. anymore. So right. yeah, what, what'd you get though? So I decided to th really think about that and think about what fascinates me the most about it. And what fascinates me the most about it is that people take it so seriously. Mm -hmm. I was super into it when I was like 12. Then I became older and was much less into it. Right. So now I think it's really, just personally, I think it's really hokey and I think it's hilarious and very fascinating that people will base super important decisions in their lives on astrology, the study yep. of the stars and their, their zodiac sign and like all yep. that stuff. You know? Are you kidding me? He's a Leo. There you go. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Like dating sites mm -hmm. where people will put in their profile, if you're a Pisces, swipe because I'm not interested in dating you. Yeah. Swipe left, you know. I don't want no Virgo exactly. in my DMs. Exactly. Mm -mm. Scorpio, fuck no EO. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was that was weak at best. <laughs> I knew I knew you'd hate it. So I just kind of went for it. Um, but yeah, you know, people really do do that. And so I decided to look up ways that people have taken it incredibly seriously to the point of it being like crazy. Okay. Talking about people actually writing it into their dating profiles is a nice segue into people choosing not to hire you based off of your oh, zodiac sign. Fuck. So there's been people who wouldn't hire someone based off of their sign. In fact, saying that these certain signs have a tendency to be feisty and critical, and that's why he didn't want to hire them. They were Scorpios, by the way. He didn't want to hire those. No one likes a Scorpio. No. There are... Now, this ended up being a hoax, but USA Today apparently did talk about the FBI naming certain signs that were most likely to be dangerous. Okay. Turned out not to be true. It ended up being a, an article they wrote out of desperation based off of something someone said on Facebook. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. They needed some funding. I guess so. 
But I mean, in case you were curious, whoever it was who posted it on Facebook said that the most dangerous signs ranked by the FBI. Okay. They also said there was like medical information behind it. They didn't actually say what it was, but they did say it was there. And that was the most dangerous is cancer. That's number one. Number one, which is grandma, by the way. Grandma, fucking cancer. Very dangerous. Sagittarius, which is dad. (laughs) Yeah. Scorpio. Oh my God. And Aries, Terry. Oh my God. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't hear our signs. Exactly. Although I am Scorpio rising. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, you know, just people taking this really, really, really seriously. I just don't get it. I did find, we'll talk about it during the break, actually. It's an interesting fact that I wanted to tell you about, which was- Can I I get a little note to write down? Sure, sure, sure. So it was one case where someone made a prediction based off of like astrology and the position of the stars, a future prediction, and it ended up coming true. Huh. Prediction on stars Pretty funny. That is funny. And we'll talk about it. Anyway, so on the topic of people taking astrology weirdly seriously. Right. I found a murder mystery. Oh, that's what I was looking for. Damn. Mm -hmm. I hit the fucking jackpot, man. This one's fun. So this story, it brings us to Bandon, Oregon in the 1920s. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the story begins with a family. There is a chiropractor, the man of the house. His name is Fred Coville. He's had four wives at this point. Two of them have died. Mm. One ran out on him because they had two mentally handicapped children. And his fourth wife his current wife, her name is Ebba. Now, when this story begins, his two mentally handicapped children, 16-year-old Alton and 14-year-old Lucille. Okay. This wasn't exactly a happy family. Ebba, she did connect well with his two children. They were mentally handicapped, so they were living in the house basically permanently. She didn't care for that. She thought that was a financial burden. She wasn't very understanding. Then there was the matter of Fred's younger brother, Arthur. Arthur, so he was in an auto accident and was left paralyzed from the waist down. Mm. Couldn't really care for himself, and Fred offered his home to him. And Ebba had a big problem with this. She hated it. Right. In December 1920 was when Arthur's accident had happened. And when he moved in with his brother Fred, he barely ever left his room. But what he did begin for himself, a horoscope, you might say. Ah. It was very popular in Europe at the time. Okay. He was jumping on the trend before before it was, before it was right. big. Good for right. him. So while he was bedridden, he had taught himself astrology and the art of making horoscopes. He used this to build a business off of. Sure. He, he didn't put them in the paper, but he did mail them to people who asked for them. So it was kind of a subscription-based thing. He's so ahead of the game. Right? Jesus. Yeah. And he would also tell people's fortunes, by the way. If they paid okay. a little extra, I'm sure. Sure. So September 3rd, 1923. This is only three years after Arthur's accident. So it's the middle of the day, and Arthur uses the phone at his bedside to call his brother Fred. And he tells him, quote, you better get home fast. The brats, meaning Fred's mentally handicapped children, okay, uh, tell me there's something wrong with Ebba. This ended up being an understatement, because when Fred got home, he found that Ebba was dead. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ebba's dead in the bed. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He asked his son Alton to explain what happened. Alton apparently replied, quote, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I found her lying on the floor in the hall by the telephone when I came in from the barn. So Fred went to his brother's room. He let him know, hey, 
Ebba has died, and Arthur seemed completely unsurprised. Hmm. In fact, he's quoted saying, She's dead, ain't she, Fred? The kids wouldn't tell me, but the stars did. Hmm. They always tell. Jupiter and Mars are adverse to the sun and Venus. That's a juxtaposition Ebba couldn't take. I don't fucking get it, but he did say that. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird <laughs> as fuck. Super creepy. So Fred calls the police. They arrive and uh, they come to a far more earthly conclusion as to what had happened to her. It's noted that Ebba's face was kind of burned. It didn't look like with fire. It looked like chemical burns. There was a lot of redness around her mouth and her nose and stuff. And uh, they were a little concerned that there was a bruise on her forehead and that Fred kind of rushed the process to get her buried quickly. Okay. That's a bad sign. Very. Um, it's also a bad sign that when they asked anybody in the house and no one was really saying anything. Hmm. What do the stars say? One detail Arthur allowed to slip was that when he first called Fred's office, he was told by his office that his brother wasn't there. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, they suspected him. Right. They attempted questioning Fred even further. He had nothing more to give. He came across as defeated. Alton and Lucille, also uncommunicative. They had nothing to say. But Arthur seemed to be getting kind of a... seemed to be getting some amusement from this whole process. That seemed very strange. He was a strange person, by the sure. way. So they thought it was odd that he almost seemed to be like inwardly laughing whenever they came around to ask him questions. And all he could say was that the stars were what did her in. That's all he could say. There was nothing she could have done. Now, they did an autopsy on Ebba. Her neck had been dislocated. Oh. It seemed as though someone had broken it. Right. But it wasn't enough to actually be the cause of death. There were bruises around her neck, but no evidence of strangulation. It was just really, really odd. And there were the chemical burns on her face too, which were just kind of added to the mystery. It was also the 1920s, so there wasn't really a way to chemically like test for this kind of stuff. Right. It was a lot of guesswork. Anyway, before they could get this autopsy done, Fred had signed that her death was of natural causes. But after the autopsy, the uh, mortician who had studied her body had signed that it was definitely not natural. Fred's looking very bad right now. Yeah. And so he was arrested. Right. So they issue a warrant charging Fred for the murder of his wife. He and Arthur are both brought into jail. He and Arthur. And Arthur, yes. Okay. Arthur's a smart guy, you know? So just for the sake of making sure all their bases were covered, they brought the two of them into jail and they sent Lucille and Alton apparently to a farm. I don't really know Jesus. what else that means. <laughs> I think it was just like to take them somewhere that wasn't a jail cell, but it was a place where people could watch them all, all day to make sure they weren't doing anything. Okay. Because this was officially a homicide investigation, they were able to access, I don't know, like a more in-depth autopsy. Okay. And so this autopsy revealed that for sure, the chemical burns were a result of ammonia. Okay. Someone had soaked a cloth in ammonia and held it over her nose and face, kind of like... I don't know, what's that thing you- Chloroform? Chloroform, yeah, kind of like that. Someone had done that, and that's what had burned her face. You ever have ammonia on your hands like that? I don't think I have. It's like bleach. Weird. Like, at first you're like, wow, why do people complain about this? But then, you know, you lose all your fingertips. Mm-hmm. You have no more fingerprints anymore. Right. Yeah. So they search the home, and they do find the evidence they were expecting, but also no. 
Okay. Because they didn't find it where they were expecting or about who they were expecting. I'm not following, so please continue. The evidence they found was in Arthur's bedroom. <gasps> it was Arthur? He wasn't even handicapped? They found it. He is actually handicapped, okay. yes. He is still, that's still true. Cannot move his legs. In Arthur's bedroom, they happened to find kind of like a journal, and inside they found some notes of his. But all of it was written in code. How did they know? Apparently, it was like some really lame, like cereal box code because they deciphered it really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so he wasn't no zodiac, right? Uh-huh. So he he wasn't he wasn't as subtle as all of that. They were able to decipher it very quickly, and they were stunned reading the entries. First entry they read, or at least one of them, quote: "The moon in the house of Trine Uranus huh. ought to get five thousand dollars from Corson. Corson was the name of a wealthy local citizen." Another one referred to plans to have the family of a rich dairyman named E.J. Pressy die in a house fire. The fuck? Quote, he will die in a house fire, but not before you take the doors and windows out of it to be used in my new house. As it turned out, Arthur was running an assassination business. Jesus Christ. Right? No way. Yes. What the fuck? I know. That that's what that his horoscope subscriptions. His subscriptions were nothing were just, but hits. It was star code for like I'll kill this rich fucking dude in your family so that you get money and so do I. Wow. Yeah. Oh, your story got so much better. Assassination. Assassination business. Isn't that insane? It's fucking cool. However, it turned out that all of this really was based off of astrology. He 100% based every one of these murders on the stars. When it happened and how. Jesus. There was a merchant named Ira S. Sidwell. And this is in a separate entry. Quote, will fall down the stairs at the store. Will have his will and other papers in his pocket. He was also forging people's wills. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So on every single page, he'd recorded exactly how people would assass- be assassinated to a total of 27 people. Oh, shit. The richest people in his town. You know, I didn't see assassination coming in the horoscopes episode. Mm-hmm. So they continued searching his bedroom. They find a stack of uh, fraudulent wills. And near the end of the journal they had originally found... Uh, a small note that said, will Al do his part? Who is Al? Perhaps it's Alton, the <gasps> mentally handicapped son. He's the assassin? No! So, investigators confront Arthur. They tell him everything they know and that they suspect him. Apparently he was very proud of his work and he said to them, You found it, eh? Thought you'd want to know about it. Stars said you would. Jesus Christ. I know he's fucking crazy. <laughs> It's like a fucking Batman villain. I dude. know. <laughs> so when they asked him, they were like, what the fuck does this mean? You're plotting assassinations of people. And he said, all I did was wish for them to die. Is there something illegal about wishing? And apparently the cops were like, fuck. Fuck, there is not. <laughs> They're like, God damn it. So anyway, they go back to Alton. Mm. Questioned him about the book. And immediately he fell onto his knees and began to cry. He said, I did it for Uncle Arthur. He made me and Lucille do anything he wanted. Bad things always seemed right when he talked to us. Hmm. So he provided a written statement, Alton, and it said, quote, Uncle Arthur told me to buy a 10 cent bottle of ammonia. Then he told me we'd have to kill Ebba because she learned something she was going to tell Fred. 
It was something that would make us all rich, and she would spoil his plans. So, she was standing by the telephone when I came in. I put the cloth on her face and held her arms with my left arm around her. It took a long time. I don't know how long. I called Lucille, and we got Ebba up on her bed. Lucille threw the bottle down the gully, because my uncle told her to. He told us what to say to Dad and to the police, so we did. He said he would have a lot more work for me. Kidnapping, setting fires, pushing people down the stairs. All exciting. Jesus Christ. Right? This is, this is Batman. I know! <laughs> oh my God. Lucille, when questioned, confirmed every single detail. She and Alton were apparently in awe of their uncle. They really thought he was some kind of like otherworldly actual wizard who just knew things magically. Arthur was informed that his niece and nephew had ratted on him and he totally just caved. It was kind of like at the end of Scooby-Doo when they take the mask off the villain. He literally said, the brats are telling the truth, scornfully. (laughs) (laughs) He said, I'd I'd have been a master of this county after Alton had killed a few good for nothings around here if I'd obeyed the stars. Oh, my God. I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for those men and kids. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All that to say, at the end, he said, the only reason it didn't work was because he had mistimed her death. If he had scheduled it just 14 minutes before, then he would have gotten away with it. Why? No fucking clue. (laughs) Apparently, the stars told him. Dude, I mean, a homie got away with, what, 27 murders before that one? No, 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 no. None of those had taken place yet. He had been planning them all. Oh, okay. Arthur Coville. His murder trial began November 5th, 1924. His lawyers really tried. But then again, he had already confessed. And so had Alton and Lucille. Lucille ended up not tried at all. She was their star witness. She gave up the most information. She calmly explained in great detail how her uncle had chosen Alton to be his hitman. She giggled throughout her entire testimony as though it was all just a great joke. So by the end of it, the jury needed like almost no time to decide on a verdict of guilty. <laughs> just, just immediately. He was brought to the noose in his wheelchair. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. And he was hung because he was so skinny and light. He slipped right out. <gasps> his strangulation took 26 minutes. Oof. Until eventually he died. Now, the jury, they also tried Alton for being an actual hitman and not just someone who knew about it and was hiding things like Lucille. Yeah. They took pity on Alton. They okay. did not did not choose a death sentence. They decided that because he was so easily swayed to commit murders and seemed to have no problem with it, that he should be imprisoned for life. And he didn't die until 2002. Jesus Christ. Right? Well, 100 plus years old? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. He died in 2002. Nuts. Uh, Arthur was cremated. And no one claimed his ashes, so those are still in an Oregon State Hospital, according to this article. Oh, because Fred didn't want anything to do with those ashes. Apparently not. Apparently Fred really didn't know about any of this going on. He thought his wife was being a bitch about his, you know, disabled brother and his handicapped kids. And uh, it turned out she was right the whole time. Damn. As soon as his back was turned, they were plotting to murder her. You know, they always tell you, don't trust a hoe. Never trust a hoe. They say that? Yeah. Okay. But sometimes the hoe don't trust me, me being Arthur. And sometimes she's correct. 
the hoe. That was yeah, terrible. that was a song. I don't even know what that song is. I just hear it in my head. No idea. We'll we'll look it up during the break. Okay. Speaking of which, it's break time. No. It is. Yeah. Let's go on break. Yeah. So before we were recording, yeah. Do you remember we were talking about K Rock? Mm-hmm. Remember K Rock? I do remember. One hundred six point seven K R O Q. I mean, that they're, was, st- they're still there, but that was the Southern California fucking radio station, man. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of people in California listening. I'm sure you guys remember it. Man, sure was great. I bet you can still find recordings of it on YouTube. Oh, probably. I'd like to look for. There's this one I would really like to find. Me and Terry were talking about the other day. Yeah. Because he kind of mentioned like. Listening to our episodes, we're a lot like radio personality. It's like a radio talk show, kind of. Yeah. Talk radio, I think is what he said. And we were talking about how it's a lot like K-Rock in that way, in that we have segments and we have specific things that we talk about. Like, it's guided, but it's also a lot of improv. You're thinking specifically Kevin and Bean. Kevin and Bean. Yeah. I know a lot of you listening don't know what that is, but I promise it was amazing. It was the best show on radio. That was all we listened to as kids. Growing up into teenage years and into adulthood, man, so much fun. Mm-hmm. And there was this one we were talking about because Terry was like, he was talking about Kevin and Bean and without thinking, because you and I quote it all the time, I had said, oh my God, the whole building shattered. <laughs> and he asked me, he's like, what are you talking about? What's that? And so I walked him through it and Kevin and Bean it was just nice because they didn't really talk about politics. It's kind of like us, but they also weren't PC about stuff. Like they were still able to be funny, you know, uh-huh. they aren't now, but they were, they don't exist now. I know. They're gone. So sad. But before they weren't afraid of anything and no one was off limits. It was very much like South Park that way. And their show was yeah. so entertaining. It was so funny. And they loved making fun of celebrities, especially female celebrities that they didn't find attractive. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was Ralph Garman did all the, the voiceovers. He was, he mm-hmm. voiced who you were talking about. He did all the celebrity impressions and all of that. He knew that, well, I'm pretty sure it was Bean who was obsessed with Taylor Swift, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Loved her. But he didn't, he hated her. Uh-huh. So he always like really harped on her to make <laughs> Bean upset. Yeah. Man, it was a great show. I'm, I'm so sad for you guys who weren't able to see it or listen to it, I should say. Maybe there's still some some recording out there somewhere. Maybe somebody has been able to salvage something. But anyway, I remember looking forward to listening to it with dad and you and Justine in the car. Justine's our sister. On the way home from school, we used to we lived in Santa Clarita Driving at the time. Driving to school. Are you sure it was that early? Because it was I a thought, morning show. Was it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I remember specifically, I was, I was talking to Terry about it. Ralph used to pretend to be celebrities, including lady celebrities. Yeah. And so he called, pretended to call in. You know, he conveniently had something he had to do and Ralph disappeared. But then Amy Winehouse called in. Oh, yeah. Amy Winehouse. <laughs> it's supposed to be Amy Winehouse, but there's this man, obviously a man's voice behind it. It's like this deep, gruff voice. <laughs> <laughs> and so Kevin and Bean are like, oh, you know, Amy, you know, we love your music. Your voice is so beautiful. We're so happy that you joined us on the show. How are you? And she's like, you hear this man's voice. Oh, I'm doing so well. I'm so happy. Everything's going so great. And then, uh, you know, oh, excuse me. I'm on my way to record in LA, you'll have to pardon me. They're like, oh, Amy, you know, do you need us to let you go? And she's like, no, no, I'm in my limousine. (laughs) 
when I get there, I'll let you know. So, you know, it carries on. And by the time, you know, as they're, you know, she's supposedly in the car and they're talking to Ralph, you know, (laughs) pretending to be Amy, they end up asking him like, you know, so your look is so iconic. You know, everyone is copying. Tally, stop it. Everyone is copying, you know, the the heavy, you know, eye makeup and, you know, the, the big hair. voluminous hair. You know, hair is so big and, you know, makes such a statement. You know, what do you do? What's your daily, you know, what's your routine? Getting ready to go to places and perform and all that stuff. She's like, oh, I, I really just slap stuff onto my face. You know, all of my mirrors. I, I just have no mirrors in the house. They're like, really? Why is that? And he's like... <laughs> Because all my mirrors have shattered. Every time I look into a mirror, it shatters. So I have no idea what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it comes to a close and she's like. Well, no, oh. no, because I remember she's in a hotel room. That's what it is. Is it? <laughs> and she's like, she's like oh, I'm, I'm going to do my makeup in the mirror. And she's like, oh, and then you hear like a, the loud crash. Like, shh. she's like, oh, the mirror just shattered. Oh, no. She's like, okay, well, luckily I have this bottle here. And they're like, like a bottle of water? And she's like, oh, no, a bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, she's like, I only drink one or two. And they're like, one or two bottles? Oh, no, cases. <laughs> And she's like, oh, look, you can see my reflection in the Jack Daniel. <laughs> oh, oh no. the bottle just shattered. <laughs> and then the crescendo was, oh, look. I can see my reflection in the window. <laughs> and then just the loudest fucking crashing noises. And you just hear, like, a man. <laughs> With a, with a horrible British woman accent. Oh, no! <laughs> the whole building shattered. Dude, little fucking eight-year-old, ten-year-old Jacob thought that was the funniest shit in the fucking I world. I thought it was hilarious. We still remember it today. Mm-hmm. I was like 14. Man. Oh, it was so funny. And for those of you listening who will be like, Amy Winehouse, she died and you can't say anything bad about her. She had an amazing sense of humor. Yeah. So I've got nothing else to say about that. And also that aired like years before she died of alcohol poisoning. So they were pretty spot on. Spot on. Spot on. (laughs) In it. (laughs) So remember I I told you about someone had made a prediction with astrology that That, came true. That came true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess there was this guy. A Swiss guy. His name was like Carl Kraft. Okay. And he ended up getting arrested because he predicted that um, someone would try to assassinate Adolf Hitler. <laughs> okay. In 1939. He said it was going to happen like in like a three day like time span sometime in there. Okay. And he was giving this speech in this like theater. It like Hitler was. And it was like a yearly thing he did every November. And for whatever reason, that particular day. He decided to leave like 15 minutes early. And so he did. And the stage collapsed right on top of him. An explosion went off and it collapsed right on top of where he had been standing because uh, someone who worked in the theater tried to kill him. Oh, my God. It's like a what? Inglorious Bastards. Mm -hmm. Huh. So poor Karl. Karl Kraft. Kraft. Although he's Swiss. I don't know how they would say it. Carl Kraft. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they like like beat him and like 
interrogated him like, how did you know that? <laughs> how did you know? And he's like, the stars, the, do- the stars told me. <laughs> oh, schnitzel. <laughs> <laughs> You enjoying that that Oreo? My uh oh. It's not an uh oh Oreo. I thought uh ohs were the ones that were white outside. Yeah, it's not white. That's yellow. It's a golden Oreo. No, it's not. This is white. Haven't you seen the white? The uh oh Oreos are white on the outside. And black on the inside, like chocolate on the inside, white on the outside. Well, Jacob, you know what? It's on what's on the outside that counts. I don't think that is the same. <laughs> Yeah, you ever go to like a bookstore and you look at like the clearance books and you're like, oh, okay, like I can afford these books and you pick them up or you don't even pick them up because like they just look awful. Mm-hmm. So like you don't even, you don't even look at the title, don't even look at the author, just ugh, and keep walking. Yeah, because it looks oily or it's stained. You know, have you ever gone to like the magazine cart? They've got like, like Sports Illustrated's in there and the corners are all like billowing and pointing every direction. Mm, yeah. You know not to pick that one up <laughs> just by looking at it. Little sticky pages. Icky. <laughs> so you really hated the the new Matrix movie? I fucking hated it, Jake. It was so bad. It was terrible. It was awful. And if you feel any differently, if you feel any differently, you're smiling at me like you do. It was so awful, Jacob. It- the only thing... Stop. The only things that were good about it were the scenes that were worse versions of the first scenes from the first movie that they like basically copied shot for shot. Yeah. With the, the, what's her name? Kirkland Trinity and the Kirkland Morpheus. (laughs) It had its moments that I thought were neat, you know? Such as? Um, Yeah, I thought the, the fight scene between um, like Neo and Kirkland Smith. Kirkland Smith. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. See, I like that actor. He just didn't do a good job. It was, he was trying too hard to be like Hugo Weaving. He had to be evil sound. Yeah. It was terrible. It didn't sound like him at all. Poorly yeah. cast. Keanu Reeves looked really cool okay. with his beard and his long hair. Jesse looked like John Wick, Why? which is cool. Uh, Trinity's still hot somehow. Oh, of course. <laughs> well, she was in, uh, you saw her in Jessica Jones, right? Yeah. Oh, who was she? The lawyer. The attorney. She was in something else as well. Disturbia. She was in Disturbia? Shia LaBeouf. She was the mom. She was his mom? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. It's been so long since I've seen that. Yeah, she had long hair though. Oh, maybe that's Something's why I didn't recognize off. her. Mm-hmm. couldn't stand the like Disney bird the helping hand robot oh yeah that was lame that was so dumb yeah it's like literally the only robot that looks different from any other robot in the whole universe so far super stupid and I thought it was also super stupid that like they allowed weird like matrix code people to like form physical bodies with like floating balls 
Yeah, what's with the balls? I don't know what the balls were. Yeah, Kirkland Morpheus was balls. He was all balls. That's what I'm saying. And then they were like, they went into that weird garden place and there was another balls guy. It was like, look at these potatoes. My... Look, look at the strawberry. We've grown, <laughs> we're learning to make mongos with my yeah. ball hands. Yeah, and as Neo's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I still know Kung Fu. It wasn't a good movie. It was but a terrible it was movie. was fun. No. I had fun. I had no fun. We were laughing the whole time. There's this one part, I fucking died, where <laughs> Keanu and Trinity are, uh, Neo and Trinity, my bad, are running up the stairs of a building because, you know, Elevators don't work, not in, ma- in the Matrix movies. Right. So he's they're sprinting all the way up these these stairs, getting chased by agents, quote unquote. And they go into the emergency exit onto the roof. And he turns around and karate chops the handle. Oh, There's yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still a fucking handle on the other side. <laughs> Who did you? Now you can't get out. That's what you stopped. <laughs> well, it was funny because it didn't even stop it. And like, they were on the roof and like immediately the door just like, boof. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was so stupid. Also, why do robots have parents? We also watched, I, well, I watched for the first time, and so did Jake, or uh, Ryan and Dean, The NeverEnding Story, the first one. Mm. I was never a fan of those. So, I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. I thought it was lame. Well, imagine, like, the labyrinth. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can kind of get why someone, you know, 30 years ago thought that it was a good movie when they first watched it. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can't justify it now. It's not good. No. The only reason why it still is popular is because David Bowie's in it. Why is Bowie, as, like, a 35-year-old man, like, why are his pants stuffed with, like, a humongous Yeah, he had, a, he had a washcloth in there. That's what I'm just saying. Just up. Just, like, shoving it in the 16-year-old's face, too. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious, honestly. I also didn't like the Dark Crystal, so there's that. <coughs> dark Crystal creep. Oh my god, I almost just died. You, you're, did you almost choking. I'm biscotti? choking on my biscotti. <laughs> <coughs> no, another movie I hated. What movie did you hate? This one's gonna catch a lot of anger. Okay. Tron, the original and all the new ones. Haven't seen any. They were bad. I hated it. Hated Tron. <laughs> Why? I just didn't find it entertaining at all. It bored the shit into me. Dad made us watch it because he was like, oh, this was the coolest thing I saw when I was a kid. And I was like, homie, no one wants to watch your 1940s movie. <laughs> and But he forced us to watch it and it was not good. What's that one movie with um, Jason Statham where if he isn't like really excited at all times okay. that his heart stops beating? That movie was just awesome. <laughs> uh, it was... What was that called? So he has to like sprint everywhere and like fuck women on the streets and stuff. He has, in to, order keep, to... He has to keep his adrenaline pumped. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> if he doesn't keep his adrenaline pumped, then his heart's going to stop. So lame. 
It was awesome. Okay. <laughs> what was it called? It was just one word. Crank? Crank. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's the only part of the song I knew. I don't know. Rain on me. The robot voice. Yeah. I, I, I nailed that too. Break time's over. I'm, I, I'm done eating snacks. Are you done eating snacks? Did you get all the biscotti out of your throat? Yeah, I almost died, but we're good now. I, okay. I washed it down. With what? what? You got over there some drink. What is it in there? Liquid, liquid drink. Okay. Well, we finished our moonlight delights, and they were. I, I don't really don't want to make more, so I just heated up some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna spin the wheel. Let's do it. Okay. Bam. All right. So we get to, this is this is the, the wheel spin. Choose a childhood movie to reboot today, but it's rated R. Okay. So a movie from, so specifically like, you know, a children's that movie. You can say, you know, like, I don't know, Harry Potter, you know. Make, make a, Harry Potter rated make R. Make a rated R Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what was, I just saw this on the internet a while ago, but it was like something saying that like Mrs. Doubtfire is, actually, is PG right now. Oh, but they they but made they made like, a like PG thirteen and like a rated R even an NC seventeen version of it. Yes, because Robin Williams does a lot of just improv and it got like really raunchy. Yeah, I really really want them to. Yeah, that's what that they were saying. They're I like, want to see it really. They're like bad. drop the NC seventeen cut of Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure his kids were like, no, we promise he'd be fine with it. <laughs> Do it, put it out. It'd be awesome. It'd be pretty great. Um, I don't know. I my head's in a weird place, so I keep thinking of kids' movies that would turn into like really weird pornos. Oh yeah, there'd that be, would have like really awkward love scenes. You know, we'd have like a Harry Potter orgy, like Inspector Gadget. Oh, you know what I mean? Inspector Gadget. That was the first thing that came to mind because I was like, I feel like at some point, like it's going to be a romantic interest. He's going to have like a scene, you know, like mm-hmm. action stars usually do, and he's going to have to use his powers. But like, what would he think of? What I, that's where my mind's at. I don't know why. Hmm. You just like, hear like. Go, go, gadget vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, what about, uh, I'm trying to think of movies I loved as a kid, but the only ones I can think of that you and I really loved were already pretty raunchy, even though they weren't rated R, like Ace Ventura when nature calls. But what if they made a rated R version? Jim Carrey came back. That'd be hilarious. Rated R. Oh my God. I got it. Rated R Goonies. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Rated R Goonies. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. I'd watch it. I'd course, watch it. So they reboot it. They bring it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be a blast. That would be, I mean, they would be saying some horrible stuff. I know. It'd be like a, what the kids and what it, like their language is just vulgar the entire time. Yeah. It's great. But in Goonies. Yeah. Like do the, what is it? Truffle shuffle, mm-hmm. punk bitch, like pussy bitch. You, you really don't have to demonstrate. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> There's really no need for that. Yeah. Well, I know for me, I think I would like to go a different direction. I'd like to not pick a movie that was good 
but a movie that will still not be good if they reboot it, but will be awesome if it's rated R. Okay. Power Rangers. Mm, yeah. Rated R. I disagree. <laughs> I think it'll be awful, but we'll see fucking limbs and shit. Right. Just flying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think that'd be cool. Like, imagine like a Quentin Tarantino, like Power Rangers mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm having trouble picturing that one. Like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers rated R, like Red Band trailer. Would you watch that? You'd I mean, watch that. Yeah, of course I would. <laughs> yeah, you'd watch that. <laughs> well, I'm going to jump into my uh, my little story here. Okay. So give me one moment. All right, so here we go. On January 12th, 2010, mm-hmm. a 7.0 earthquake hit the country of Haiti. You might remember that. I remember the big, the big Haiti earthquake. I do remember. Yes. Okay. Well, a lot of people died. Two hundred twenty thousand mm-hmm. people died, and over one hundred eighty thousand homes were destroyed. Mm-hmm. Right. So now I got all these homeless. It's bad, bad, bad time. Bad news. On April twentieth, two thousand and ten. Mm-hmm. Do you ever hear the Deepwater Horizon? I have not. So the Deepwater Horizon is in was an oil rig, right? That had a technical problem. There's a giant explosion what? on the oil rig. Okay. Uh, 11 of the people that were working there died while, you know, trying to escape the oil rig. And it sparked the beginning of what would become the worst oil spill in history. Remember this? Remember this? I think so. Uh-huh. Pretty big. Pretty big. 4.9 million barrels of oil spilled into the ocean. Okay. Because of the deep water horizon. They made a movie about it. With Is that a, when they started making the Dawn commercials where they wash ducklings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they made a movie about it with um, uh, Mark Wahlberg. Okay. It's cool. Alrighty. It was all right. On July 20th, 2012, The Dark Knight Rises was released into <laughs> theaters. And in Aurora, Colorado, during the midnight screening, James Holmes opened fire on the audience, killing 12 and injured, injuring 70. Oh my God. Yeah, big thing. Huge thing. Now, Wait, when were these happening? Did these happen on the same day? No. Or in no. the same month? No. What dates were you saying before? What to, are you, so January 12th, 2010, April 20th, 2010, July 20th, 2012. Oh. Okay, so okay. We're, we're spacing out here. But what do the all of these events have in common? Was Mer- Mercury in retrograde? Mercury was in retrograde. That's correct. That's gotta be it. That's right. So Mercury actually retrogrades uh, about three to four times every single year. Right. All right. So I know you're thinking, like, how do you even know what a Mercury, when Mercury is in retrograde, right? Mm-hmm. So you can actually see it. No, we can't because you know we don't have a telescope. Yes. Like a really cool one. But when Mercury is in retrograde, it's actually not in retrograde. It just looks like it. It's an optical illusion. So nothing is happening, and yet that. And is yet still everything is happening. Yes. <laughs> So it's an optical illusion that makes it appear that Mercury is actually moving backwards in its orbit instead of forward, like it should be. Mm-hmm. So uh, they call that backwards motion or backwards appearance retrograding, okay? Yes. So many believe that ret- this retrograding of Mercury uh, causes energies to go haywire. Oh no. Here on Earth leading to terrible events. That makes sense. That's correct. So, and I know you're thinking like, oh, when is the next one, right? Because you can't actually predict them, predict when Mercury is going to be in retrograde. And I have the dates. It doesn't happen the same three to four times per year. It's a different three to four times. Yeah. Yeah. It changes. Just like leap years, you know? 
Fickle bitch. So the year of 2022, that's this year, we were we will be having four oh, Mercury no. retrogrades. Whoa. Yep. The first one beginning January 14th. That's four days from today. That's well, four days from today this episode came out on January 10th. Mm-hmm. So if you have any plans between January 14th and Got February four days 3rd, to get them done. You're fucked. <laughs> I yeah. don't so what does that mean? Is it retrograding but really not moving, but it looks like it's moving it looks for like, like a it's, day? It looks like it no. Well, I don't I don't know. I mean I think it looks like it's moving backwards for like two weeks or four weeks or something. That's how long it lasts? That's how long the retrograde that isn't really anything happens? Well, this retrograde will last from January fourteenth to February third. That's a long retrograde. It's very long. Whoa. <laughs> very long. So you know, oh no. And then also, you know, May 10th to June 2nd, retrograde. September okay. 9th to October 2nd, retrograde. Oh, but it's not in retrograde at the end of October? No, no, no. That's no. when my birthday is. Yeah, It'll no. be in retrograde for well, you, though. Not for me. It'll be it'll be out of retrograde before my birthday. Oh, okay. So. But you said it will be in retrograde June 2nd. Yeah. That's Justine's That's birthday. Justine's birthday. That's our <laughs> sister. Sucker. So she's going to have a terrible birthday this year. Loser. <laughs> uh, and then the last one will be December 29th to January 18 of 2023, meaning New Year's in 2022 is going to be the worst New Year's ever, maybe. A retrograde New Year's. Retrograde New Year's. That's a bad way to start the year. We so. should totally have like an astrology themed New Year's party. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Where we just like complain the whole time. Complain about what? Mercury. <laughs> Mercury. <laughs> Blame everything on Mercury retrograding. So, one blogger actually noticed something absolutely crazy. A blogger did? A blogger noticed this. He noticed that many celebrities are dying during Mercury retrogrades. Just the celebrities are? Just the celebrities. Well, no one cares about the normal people. Right. So. The ones who die all year. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, let's see, in 2011, right, Amy Winehouse died. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, That's during true. a Mercury retrograde. Uh, but then he noticed another weird pattern. Dennis Hopper, Gary Coleman, Patrick Swayze, Farrah Fawcett, yeah, Michael Jackson, Bea Arthur, all died while Mercury was in retrograde. Uncanny. <laughs> now, apparently Mercury's in retrograde like a quarter of the year, so... <laughs> That's not not super difficult no, to it's, do. No, you're, it's spooky. Uh, but let's see. Let me see here. Uh, Wes Craven, right? The creator of Scream and right. Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. died during a retrograde. Whoa. I know. I know. And I know what you're thinking. Is that the only thing that happens during Mercury retrogrades? No, it isn't. What else retrogrades? <laughs> well, while Mercury is in retrograde, Jessica, a United Airlines flight the engine exploded and they had to emergency land. <laughs> this is literally like the craziest Mercury retrograde shit I could find. Just so you're aware. Uh, let's see. Uh, there was a car crash what leading to six people dying during a Mercury retrograde. Coincidence? I mean, they do happen all the time. I don't know. A school bus flipped over during a Mercury retrograde. I mean, okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's right. There were internet and power outages in Maine during a storm that took place in Mercury retrograde. These are all real things, Jessica. Okay. These are all real things, real things that are happening because Mercury is in retrograde. So I have given you yes. the information as to when Mercury will be in retrograde. Mm -hmm. Obviously, things are gonna happen, Jessica. Nothing bad ever happens unless Mercury is in retrograde. I'm, um, okay. Yeah. I w this is news to me. Uh-huh. 
But I'm really glad that I know it. Yeah, this this blogger, by the way, actually said that he's so confident in his theory that he believes that you could look up the dates of all of your loved ones that have died and backtrack when Mercury was in retrograde and that he guarantees they will all line up. So no one ever dies the other three quarters of the year? Apparently not. Oh. Yeah. According to this guy. Okay. This blogger? Yeah. And what's, uh, what's his name? His website's a little weird. Uh, Britt Loonborg. Mm, that yeah. sounds like a real his, last name. His his uh, BrittLoonborg.com, right? It's Divine Astrology. Oh, uh, oh it's on, Divine. That's right. On here, we actually have a lot of uh, very interesting things. Um, he has universal precautions that he will warn you about things. He has universal predictions, right? If you want to, if you want to hear more about the new age of Aquarius, check what? out his site. You're an Aquarius. I am an Aquarius. Is it your age? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Uh, and then let's see here. I was trying to find two. I wanted to read in our uh, what are they called? Horoscopes. Daily horoscopes. Well, see, I have a horoscope for 2022. For for you or for me? Both. Oh, for both. You already you already did that then. Yeah. Ah. All right. Well, let's hear them. Okay. Well, here you go, Aquarius. That's me. You Aquarian, you're an inventor, an innovator, an influencer, and sometimes a bit of a weirdo. Okay. But as a fixed sign, you also want things the way that you want them, because the sun will be spending time in your sign. As always, from the end of January until the end of February, you get to celebrate all of the qualities that make you stand out from the rest of the crowd and reinforce that your way is perhaps the best way after all. Interesting. And when you take that confident energy with you through 2022, you get to be the best that you can be. Basically, nothing is changing. No, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not, so far, nothing has been predicted. <laughs> yeah. Vague statement. Vague really? statement. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Rebellious Uranus, your home planet, <laughs> is paired up with slow and steady Taurus this whole year. Oh, hey, Danny's Taurus. Look at that. Oh, so you're a rebellious anus <laughs> and uh, she's she's slow and steady. Yeah. You guys balance each other. Yeah. My anus is rebellious <laughs> and she's steadying it <laughs> slowly. She, yeah. She calms my anus. That's for sure. <laughs> Interesting. You know, it's actually funny because that beginning part, you know, you're an innovator and a creator and a uh, influencer and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually am working on a project that uh, requires all of those. Right. We'll get into that in a later episode. But. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe the horoscope thing has got a, got, a, got a point to it. Maybe. It really seems like really vaguely it's telling you it's going to work <laughs> out. Let's hear the, um, what are you, a Sagittarius? I'm a Libra. Libra. I fucking hate Libras. You don't know anything about Libras. <laughs> anyway, would you like to read it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to read it for you. Okay. Give me the stuff. Okay. There you go. So what does my future hold? Well, the year of 2022, you're a peacemaking diplomatic air sign, Libra, but you also have considerable brain power that people sometimes overlook because you're so nice. Constantly being underestimated. I overlook you all the time. <laughs> the year 2022 is yours to prove that you've got what it takes to really succeed beyond other people's expectations and maybe even your own. No one expects things of me. No one, not a single expectation <laughs> is made of you. There's nothing wrong with being fair-minded and working for the greater good, but there's nothing wrong with pursuing your own best interest too. Wow, look at that. Thanks, horoscope. Your lovely leader, Venus, 
starts 2022 retrograde <gasps> in disciplined Capricorn. Wait, Venus is in Capricorn? Oh my gosh. Venus is in retrograde disciplined Cap Capricorn. So there might not be all that much experimentation going on, especially with regard to love and money. I mean... You're not getting very experimental when it comes to love and money. I That does sound like me. Being very vanilla. About apparently. my love and money. Love and money. <laughs> yeah. So keeping things the same in those areas until you get some long-term goals figured out will be where your mind is. Venus leaves her retrograde position at the end of January, but won't pair up with innovative Aquarius until the start of March, which is when you'll begin to diversify and even rebel a little bit <gasps> in those two important areas of your life. You're going to rebel? I'm going to rebel against my love? Oh my God. Terry, I'm sorry I'm, in she's advance. She's so sorry. <laughs> Allow yourself to experiment and try new things, Libra, but hold on tight to the idea that you still need to get things done. By the time Venus finally meets up with your diplomatic sign at the end of September, she feels at home and comfortable, and you should be feeling the same in your own skin. Your relationships will be your major focus, but be sure to look at Fuck your own you. needs, too. Don't salute major I will, focus. I will, I'm going to salute major focus. Don't. So, I mean, I'm no um, expert, but it sounds like... Your year's gonna start off very boring and just like it is right now, just gonna stay it's exact gonna get a little static. Spicy right yeah, before the summer. It's gonna stay very static and vanilla, and then bam, starting in March, you're gonna get rebellious sexually. Sec oh, I mean I didn't it said love and money. We know what that means. I love and money, prostitution. <laughs> I mean only time will tell. So okay. You're gonna be oh my god, maybe that's when our OnlyFans will start. Yep. Wow. Maybe, maybe March. Maybe March. Maybe March. It's a sign. Oh, sign. Stay tuned, you guys. Wow. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to spin the wheel, or do you want to just do some? Instead of doing a wheel spin, since the new year, we can do like a like a New Year's resolution. Okay. Do you want to spin the wheel anyway, just so that we can hear the lovely wheel? No. Or, no. No. Uh, yeah, me neither. Okay. Do you want to spin it? No, I don't want to spin the wheel. It's fine. Okay. All right. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? You can go first. Okay, I will go first. My New Year's resolution. I resolute you, to. No, that's resolve. I'm pretty sure. I no. I res resolution. You didn't know resolute is not a verb. Okay. Well, anyway, I resolutionize to make more money. I got I got a lot of a lot of skin in the game this year. So we'll see skin? what happens. Yeah. I what got, does that mean? Like I got a lot of like things going on. You know. It sounds like you're stripping. I mean, maybe. Are you going to do that? If I have to. <laughs> no. So I'm just saying like, you know, I would like to put more effort and we can really monetize the podcast more. And uh, I'm also doing my own little business thing on the side here. We'll see how that goes. Right. You know, I do have a very expensive wedding coming up in like 11 <laughs> months. That's true. Going to have a lot of big payments coming up. Big old bills. So like to have some cash flow mm -hmm, for that. Mm -hmm. I also really want, uh, you seen those new 2022 uh, Volvos? No. They're really nice, I want one. You want a Volvo? Yeah. Well, I mean, you really should get rid of your, your death wagon. Yeah, my death wagon. I don't know how that thing is still fucking kicking. I really don't know. I have no idea, but it's but she is. Yeah, she's. Oh, it's a she? Yeah, she's right outside. Yeah, I don't ever want to drive her. Have you before you have? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's, no, your brakes, they take a little too long to kick in for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, look, look, look. Do you really, you just have to want to stop? Because a lot of people, they just put their phone on the brake, like, to slow down, but they don't really have the intent to stop, you know? Mm -hmm. With my car, you really got to want to stop. And then you will. It's, you're perfectly fine. I've never, you know, crashed. We're going to knock on, though. 
knock on some wood, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you even drive it anymore? Yeah. I mean, I that's you took, like my primary car. You don't take the van to work? Sometimes I do. Okay. Sometimes I take my car. Okay. Well, I mean, you don't need three. You probably should sell one. Yeah. Yeah, but my car's so zippy, you know? It's zippy? Zippy. Do you, what do you mean by that? Oh, I mean, it can haul ass. I mean, it goes as fast as any other car. No, it has a little sport mode. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is that why you keep it for that? For the LED lights, sport mode, and the, the really good sound system? A really good sound system it has, yeah. That's why you keep it. The turn radius doesn't seem to bother you? You know, I can't really make U-turns. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I if know. If the intersection I've, doesn't I've, have, like, at least three lanes. Yeah, I've tried to before. Yeah. Couldn't. I can't. I can't do it, but, you know, there's, you know, there ups, there's ups and downs. There's pros and cons. The brakes not breaking, that's not a problem? No, they break. You only, Sorry, only when you really want it? Yeah. Yeah, if I don't want to break, then yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going to break. But if I if I really want to break, then we'll I'll break. There was a while there where my reverse didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, but your then, door were, doors were opening on their own. Yeah, but then I hit a bump, like a like a pothole, and my reverse worked again. So oh, how nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty great, right? Uh huh. It was awesome. Really you know, cool. you don't know how difficult it is to drive and not have reverse. You really don't think about it. But when you park, you have to reverse back into the spot. Uh-huh. And you have to make sure you're par- parking like on a hill so that way you can move out of the spot in the future. So wait, when your reverse wasn't working, were you just parallel parking places all the time? I, how can you parallel park if you don't have reverse? Well, because you can find a spot where you don't have to reverse. You can just cruise right up on it, like in front of the house. Oh, uh, no. So what I did was at work, um, our our parking lot kind of had like a little slant to it. And so I would pull up and then I'd I'd put my car in neutral and just let it roll back in. How long did that take? Oh, this was this was like a year at least. No, yeah. how long did it take to roll backwards? Oh, I mean, not long. 15 seconds. I mean, you just, it's very slow, but you, know, you roll back in, park, call it good. Uh, when I got home, our, our driveway happens to be a giant hill. Right. And so, yeah, I just pull right up that bitch. And then when I'm leaving for work in the morning, just put it in neutral and just slide right out of here. Yeah. There's sometimes where like if a car's coming um, and I have to stop at the bottom, then I need to drive forward on the hill and so that and to slide back go back out. into neutral so that I can have enough umph to get out right. on the street. Right. But it's working now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hit that pothole. Yeah. <laughs> that really knocked it into place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it works now. You need to get rid of that car, Jacob. <laughs> you need to get rid of that car. It's it's time. I don't know. It's just time to. We'll see. And oh, and sometimes um, if I hit a pothole just the right way while my wheels are turned. Yeah. Um, my brakes work great. What? Yeah. Yeah, if you hit a pothole and your wheels are turned to the right just slightly, right, the 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 brakes will work just like they're brand new again. Okay. But then, you know, I, I drive over like train tracks and so then I'm going over bumps and stuff and my brakes just go out again. They just go back to the way they were. Yeah, you know? so it doesn't last long. You, They'll only do what you say if you like have a firm hand. Yeah. Okay, I think maybe the Volvo. Yeah, right. It's a good idea. I love Volvo. It's a good idea. I love it. Yeah. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for you. Thanks. So how about you? What's your, what's your New Year's uh, resolution? I don't really know. I never make them. Oh, I don't either. I never stick to them either, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, this time you probably will. You're going to just do whatever you can to make more money. Yeah, yeah. So, it's very, sounds very. Like, uh, sounds like you. That basically was your resolution last year. Yeah, it's very vague <laughs> resolution, but whatever. You're not going to do anything about Uranus retrograding? You know what? I can't do anything about that. My anus is going to retrograde and it is what it is. That makes sense. Hopefully Danny can, Danny can uh, calm it down. Your anus? My anus, yeah. Um, let's see my new year's resolution. Uh, I think I'm just going to do stuff like meaning like I've got stuff I want to do. And rather than think to myself, like 
I can't do that until we have, you know, expensive equipment or I don't think I'm just, I think I'm going to just do it. Just going to do things. I don't just think gonna, I'm going to fucking care about it. I think fine, I'm just you're going to pull the trigger, build that gazebo. Is that a metaphor? Is the gazebo a metaphor for other things? I don't want to build. It can be. <laughs> I don't want to build a gazebo. I've thought about it. You want to build a gazebo? Building a gazebo. They're so expensive and it's just pieces of wood. Why would you even look into that? You live in an apartment. What was that? That was Tally. <laughs> she hit her head on the chair. Oh, <laughs> poor baby. Yeah, she's she's still all doped up a little bit. That tramadol, is that what it's called? Trazodone? Trazodone. Trazodone. It's a, the muscle relaxer, right? It fucked her up. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, just build that gazebo, you know? So it is a metaphor. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a metaphor. I'm just going to build the gazebo. That's good. I'm not going to spend too much time thinking about the gazebo and Mm-mm. what kind of what I'm going to use for the gazebo. No, and, no, 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 no. You know, what style, you know? You can figure that out after you start building the gazebo. What color stain? What color paint? You know what I mean? I'm yeah. just not going to think about it. I'm just mm-hmm. going to go for it. Just pull up that YouTube video, click play, right? Go to Lowe's, pick up some equipment and get started. Go to, I'm sorry, Lowe's is also a metaphor. Because I'm building a metaphoric gazebo. Yeah, it Lowe's is the metaphor for the, like the first step in the process. I was very confused. Okay. Yeah. Just do it. Just build that gazebo. I'm going to make a t-shirt with that. Just build the gazebo. <laughs> Just build that gazebo. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my resolution. There are things I want to get. I want to give a try. I think I'm just going to do that. I kind of want to start a Twitch channel. Playing what? I really love playing horror games, and I think it'd be hilarious to like play them in front of other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know like when I'm doing homework or work stuff, folding laundry. I like to watch people game. So maybe you're going to start that up in March. Oh, I'm going to get rebellious. I'm going to get rebellious. I'm going to build my Twitch gazebo. Mm-hmm. And well, maybe you're going to be one of those like Twitch thoughts that has like her boobs just pressed up to her chin the whole time so that she can get dudes to watch and give her money. That's just a, such a strange concept to me. Look, we'll get into it later, but yeah, it's, I'm telling you, it's a, it's a genuine concept. You can make some good money. All right. Well, I, I'm not going to show my tits though. You don't need to actually you'd be banned. You, you couldn't do that. So, oh, no, I don't mean like like full like nipple reveal and everything. I think I'm just not even going to have like even cleavage. Good for you. I kind of like wearing clothes that are super baggy so that when people look at me, they can't really tell what's underneath. Like, is that just a very feminine man? Like Billie Eilish? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. I'm going to do it. I'm going to build my gazebo, my Twitch gazebo, the Billie Eilish way. I like that. People might think I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> did you think that Billie Eilish was a man? No, but you used her as an example, so I assumed you did. No. Uh, we are. We do have to uh, wrap up this episode, Jessica. We do. You're right. So, obviously, depending on where you're listening to your podcast, you can like, rate, subscribe, turn on notifications if they exist. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But do those things. You can share our podcast with your friends, with your family, and your coworkers, maybe. We'd love to, to grow and expand. We have a lot of things in the works. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, oh, also in the works. Our website, or I guess no longer in the works. It is finished. You yes, finished it. I did. Threeshotsin.com. Got to spell out the word three. Threeshotsin.com. Yep, a real website now. And off, they, uh, the website has links to all of the socials we just listed. So you can find all of our social media on there, including our YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll do that. It'll be there. <laughs> uh, and then also it has the link to our Patreon where you could subscribe monthly, mm-hmm. uh, join us for our uh, three shots lives uh, that we'll be doing on Discord moving forward. And uh, you can also make one-time donations through PayPal if you're not really into the subscription kind of thing. Some people aren't. Yeah, and that's perfectly fine. Yep, 
We'd like to thank our current patrons, mom and dad, <laughs> Terry, my husband, Danny, your fiance soon, I'm sure, once she updates her credit card information. <laughs> yeah, once her card stops declining. <laughs> um, Sam, TJ, Ricky, Jeremy, David, uh, I know we have someone else. Yeah, there's there's two more. Oh, ourselves <laughs> <laughs> like jessica and jacob who are who's that <laughs> it's not our fault we found there was like a weird bug on the on the website mm-hmm. where like you couldn't even find us if you typed it into the search bar it wouldn't pop up until we had at least one subscriber and it made us nervous so we just all subscribed. we just did it yeah. yeah but it's cool thanks you guys thanks. especially you jessica and jacob <laughs> really you've been there from, the, from day one our biggest fans <laughs> well that was horoscopes join us next week don't announce it. I'm just going to say it. Just throw it out there. Sure. Join us next week for Dentists. Bye. Bye. God, I hope that recording didn't suck. I feel so tired. I know. You're pretty, pretty exhausted there. I guess. It was like your energy low or something? Are you going to insinuate that I'm PMSing? I already did. I know. <laughs> Don't. That's already, not. I, you didn't turn on the Himalayan salt lamp. You didn't turn on the Himalayan salt lamp. It's got to be it. That's why. Air wasn't salty enough. <laughs> <laughs>